Time for our Local Hero Spotlight with Phil Corman from CESA, the Local Hero folks, and Derek Turnbull from Autumn Mist Farm and Farm to Table. Derek Turnbull is the name of a person who has been raising cows since they were 11 years old. Turnbull raising cows. Was it you fated to do this? Was it a family name that they took because it's the history of your family's <laughs> businesses? Or tell me <laughs> about your origin no, story is, with cows. My parents got me involved in 4-H and uh, started raising beef cattle. And that's where it all started. And uh, they got me and my sister involved in it. It took off from there and we started raising it. Started. Uh, learning how to raise beef cattle the correct way and uh, learn the whole process from raising them right up from a little calf to halter breaking it to uh, gaining weight and then going to all the different local shows and showing it getting judged on competitions and then at the end selling them at the uh, auction at the Big E. They teach you uh, how to do grading on the animals, the quality of the beef that you can try to get better every year. And I started that way back and uh, just became a passion of mine. So let me get this straight. You went to 4-H and learned how to raise beef cattle. My kids went to 4-H and learned how to sew, uh, but I didn't. That doesn't take up a lot of space. <laughs> were, your par- were your parents interested in raising cattle themselves, and they helped you out, or they'd be like, "Oh no, we just got a big enough backyard. Why don't you just get a cow?" We already had a few horses, so we just added some cattle into the farm, and uh, that's how we got started. Okay, good. So you're already farming in some way, shape, or form. It wasn't like you were in suburban parts of Agawam and just decided to <laughs> put a cow back there. Well, that's great, and. Now you got Autumn Mist Farm in Feeding Hills, which is right outside Agawam. You also yep. have a farm to table aspect of it. How long has the the restaurant aspect been involved in the in the farm? The restaurant has been open since August eighth. We bought it last November and did a bunch of renovations and new additions to it, and built a store inside of it, a retail store. Now it's up and going very well. People care about where their food comes from now more than ever. And as people are finding out about us, they're coming in, giving us a try, trying it before you can buy it. It's working out extremely well. And that's kind of great because you can go and like have an autumn mist farm to table burger. And then you can also just walk away with burger patties to make it home or something like that, right? That's exactly right. You can come in here at six in the morning, get a a strawberry milkshake and a cheeseburger. And uh, we got people getting off a third ship and they like that. You know, there's no other place around that you can do that. And especially a local quality. Sounds great. So can you share a little bit about how you raise your cattle and why it just tastes so good? Our cattle, we grow all our own feed. We raise our own hay. We grow corn silage. Uh, We harvest grain as well and grind that up. And then we feed brewer's grain as well from breweries. We go through about 30 ton of brewer's grain a week just here at our farm. We feed our cattle grain from when they're young all the way right up to when they leave. Uh, We don't just finish at the end. Uh, There's a big difference in the taste and the quality from, you know, a grass-fed animal to a grain-fed animal. And just with the marbling, the color, and the condition, it makes a big difference. So you had a little bit... A big challenge with the pandemic as a farmer. Can you share that story and sort of sort of a happy ending? When the pandemic hit, we were selling to uh, a company in Boston, and they were supplying restaurants and colleges, and it went south when the pandemic hit. And it hit us hard because we had all our eggs in their basket. Cows lay eggs? So just, yeah. Oh, not that. Yeah. Kind of, I see. Metaphor. Got it. Yeah. So it put a hurting on us 
because they totally stopped cold turkey. There was nothing that they could do at the time because the restaurants all closed. So we started panicking and trying to figure out what else we could sell to because people were interested in getting halves and whole animals purchased for their own freezer. But we weren't able to get the volume that we were producing for the restaurants and the colleges was not enough. We needed to still get rid of more animals because the animals will age out if you hold on to them too long. And if they age out going over 30 months of age, you lose your nice cuts. That's the way the USDA calls it. So we uh, reached out to some different local stores to see if we could try to do anything with them. And Big Y, they got back to us and they said they were interested in doing a program. So uh, we had invited them out to come to the farm. They came out, they walked around and they saw the operation. And it just so happened there was a baby calf being born that day. And they fell in love with it. And they said it was almost like the movie City Slickers. They, <laughs> two guys dressed up nice came out and they saw a baby calf being born and they had to watch the whole thing. They stayed there for about an hour and a half and uh, until it got up and walked around and it was nursing on his mom and they thought that was the slickest thing. That's how it all started for Big Y. We started off just doing a, a couple animal, two animals a week with them in the beginning. People were buying the meat and they were selling out of it. So then we went to a couple more animals. Now, a few years later, uh, we're up to five animals a week with them now. The cattle get delivered on a Monday. They get processed up the following Monday, shipped back on Tuesday, and then it's in the stores fresh on Wednesday. Usually by the weekend, it's it's uh, sold out. And, and Derek, can you give the full range of carnivore needs that get met? I know you do still have a couple of turkeys left over for Thanksgiving, right? Yes, we do. We have uh, farm fresh turkeys uh, here at the facility. We also have... Uh, to-go meals as well that are in our store. So you can come in and buy any of our to-go meals or homemade soups. We have our own hot dogs that are made up uh, as well at our store. Uh, they're all beef, all natural hot dogs. Uh, you got hamburg that we have here, one pound packages of hamburg. You got hamburg patties, sirloin steaks, New York strips. There's T-bones, porterhouses, fillets, ribeye um, steaks. There's prime rib. There, we have flank steak. We have stew beef, shish kebabs, marrow bones, suet. We have all the different organs, heart, liver, kidneys. There's uh, meaty soup bones, top round, bottom round, eye of the round roast. There's a famous Sam Elliott commercial where he lists all these different cuts of beef. Beef stroganoff, beef bourguignon, Irish beef stew, beef brisket, Chateaubriand, sauerbraten. He does oh. it in his classic Sam Elliott voice, but you rattled all of those things off. No notes. She's got the no. the list of the parts all memorized. Yes, sir. <laughs> and you do have a plan for a smoker at some point, right? Yes, we're going to have a smoker uh, coming in, and we're going to smoke brisket, uh, burnt ends, uh, beef ribs as well. Catalonian beef ragu, Mongolian beef, chicken fried steak, steak Diane. Possibly even some chicken. You know, we want to branch off. We got the restaurant up and going and we got some really good help in there. They're doing a good job. They care about the quality and consistency every day. That's the key. And now that we got that, we can bring on a little bit more. Well, you get yourself a BYOB license and I'm going to BYOB right there. Uh, your barbecue smoker eating the wonderful stuff that you're raising there at Autumn Mist Farm and now Autumn Mist Farm to Table in Feeding Hills, which is 
an appropriate place to have a 100-acre beef cattle farm that are raised by a guy named Derek Turnbull, who raises cattle. I mean, it's almost like you couldn't write a better story about where to get your (laughs) beef from in the area. And one other quick question. You do have that partnership with Big Y. How do I know it's your beef when I go into Big Y? you, you You have a label on it or...? We have a label that uh, my daughter drew up. She drew a picture of a Angus steer and put it on a Massachusetts map. I told her what I wanted. I said, I would like to have an Angus steer on a picture of a map. And right where the Feeding Hills location is on the map, I want a red star because I always wanted to be on the map. And they said, someday I'm going to be on the map. And that's exactly <laughs> how our sign is outside. Right when you pull in or underneath our mascot, we have a, a, a large six and a half foot long, six foot high, an Angus bull that's out front. He's made out of fiberglass and we bought him out of Texas and we brought him up. I put him on a concrete pad and he's right underneath our sign for when you pull in here. But our logo even on our shirts, has a little red star on it that puts you right on the map. And that's what I want it to be. Love it. And she drew that out, and it came out phenomenal. Love it. Now you're officially on the map. It is Autumn Mist Farm. It is in Feeding Hills. It's one of our many local hero farms in the area. Derek Turnbull from Autumn Mist Farm, who's been doing cattle since 4-H and age 11 years old. And Phil Corman from CESA, the local hero folks. You can find out about all our local heroes at buylocalfood.org.